I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 117 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. Okay, dads, I have an amazing father joining me on the podcast today, and he has got a tremendous offer specifically for First Class Fatherhood listeners. Chris Patterson, the founder of Interchanges, which has earned its clients over a billion dollars in revenue, will be here in just a minute, and he will tell you how you can receive a free leather performance planner, which is valued at $50. And we just started a new year here, and what an awesome tool that will be uh, to kind of help you stay on track. So please stick around for the interview, and Chris will tell you where to go and grab one. I have got so many awesome upcoming guests. It's really overwhelming. Please keep track of all of it. Follow me over on Instagram and Twitter where I make all the announcements. I have got first class fathers such as uh, social media giant Trent Shelton. I got real estate magnet Andy Dane Carter, uh, celebrity concierge Steve Sims, congressman Sean Duffy, NFL fullback Heath Evans. I got Evan Carmichael. I got so many dads that are going to be joining me here. And uh, this Friday for episode 118, former Navy SEAL Team 6 operator Dom Razo is stopping by. So really, just lock it into First Class Fatherhood here. And if you could, please get over to iTunes, drop me a rating and a review. It really goes a long way to help me out. There are so many exciting things happening right now on the podcast. And for you guys that are hitting me with the DMs about the NFW watches, all I can tell you is, uh, I told you so, the watches are badass and they cost two to three times less than any watch that has the same features. And they cost even less when you use my promo code father you go over to nfwonline.com use my promo code father you're going to get 15 percent off you're going to get free shipping inside the united states and 50 dollars, guys is going to go towards honor flight which is helping our world war ii veterans and that really means a lot to me because uh, just last month i lost my uncle john who was a world war ii navy veteran uh, and he had such an amazing spirit he, even towards the end 92 years old he knew he was passing away uh, last time i spoke with him he was laughing and joking around asking me how i'm doing is everything all right with me uh, we were talking sports, and th- this was all a week before he passed away. He, he truly embodied all the characteristics that define the greatest generation of men that we've ever experienced. So uh, I really respect Honor Flight. I love what they do. Uh, and $50 of every purchase you make on NFW Online is going to go directly to them. When you use my promo code FATHER, you're going to get 15% off, free shipping in the U.S. It's a slam dunk deal, guys. Get over to NFW Watches, uh, nfwonline.com. Use the promo code FATHER. All right, so I hope things are kind of getting back to normal for you guys after the holiday break. My kids are back into the full swing of things. I got two boys in wrestling, one playing basketball. And before we know it, summer will be upon us. So I'm really just trying to enjoy the present moment. And in a moment, you will get a present from Chris Patterson, who will be joining me on the other side of this quick little spot. So please stick around. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Today's interview is being brought to you by SeatGeek. 
First Class Fatherhood listeners can now save $20 off of their tickets for any sporting event, concert, Broadway show. Get over to SeatGeek.com and use the unique promo code First Class. That's one word, First Class. You're going to save $20 off your ticket purchase at SeatGeek.com. All right, joining me now is a First Class father. He is the founder and CEO of Interchanges, a company that has generated over $1 billion in revenue for their clients. He was mentored by the legendary Zig Ziglar, and he has followed Zig's principles to sustain a huge amount of success. It is a big privilege for me to say, Chris Patterson, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thanks a bunch. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. All right, let's do this. Uh, How many kids do you have and how old are they? I've got three kids. I've got a 17-year-old son, I've got a 14-year-old son, and I've got a 12-year-old princess. Awesome. Yeah, I have three boys and a little princess of my own. Uh, what type of sports or activities are they into? Um, you know, my son, when he was younger, he was actually a state champion, uh, state champion gymnast. And uh, his first year, he ended up in second place. And his second year, he ended up in second place. So I real proud of him for that. My, uh, my daughter... She uh, she likes to do gymnastics here and there as well. My my middle son, he uh, he's more of a golfer, kind of like the solo sports. He really likes that type of thing, and uh, he also happens to be a professional Fortnite player. Wow, yeah, he would get along great with my 11 and 12 year old sons. Uh, we use Fortnite as a form of currency around here. It's it's a great manipulation tool, isn't it? It sure is. Uh, Do you have gymnastics experience yourself and get involved in coaching, or do you uh, cheer them on from the stands? No, just cheering them on. We just recognized early that both my kids were pretty, you know, flexible and acrobatic, so we just put them in. And um, when my son was on the travel team, we spent pretty much every weekend either on an airplane or in our SUV going to the next event. So it was a lot of great bonding time with the family, and, of course, cheering on your, your boy and seeing him win was phenomenal so yeah i think it's awesome that gymnastics has become uh, more accessible to kids a lot of the high schools have it now it's kind of becoming popular the way uh, soccer started coming along years ago it's really a uh, good competition as well so it's good to see absolutely all right chris please take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do sure uh, so i was born and raised in windsor ontario in canada and when I was 25 years old, that was 25 years ago. I know I just told everyone I'm 50 years old, but that's okay. Uh, when I was 25, I moved to the States. And little by little, I just continued to bust my butt every day. And eventually, I ended up owning my own company. I've had my own marketing agency for the last 18 years. And uh, we've generated a lot of revenue for our clients. And we're very proud of that. So I also do a lot of executive coaching. I've got a company called LiveLargeCoaching.com if you want to check it out. And uh, that's been more of what I've been spending my time on recently is doing the executive coaching. My mentor, a gentleman named Zig Ziglar, I'm sure you were going to bring up at some point anyway, he, uh, he said uh, we all start out, most of us start out in a stability phase or, or a survival phase, and then we go to stability and then success and then eventually significance. So I'm very fortunate to be in a position where I'm living a life of significance and I'm helping uh, give back all the wonderful things I learned from Zig Ziglar to uh, all of my students in my coaching program. 
Yeah, I'm definitely going to be asking you about Zig Ziglar in a minute here. Uh, you know, he's such an inspirational legend and, and someone that I read and listen to quite often on YouTube. It's so cool to actually get an opportunity to speak with somebody that he's mentored. Um, but when did fatherhood come into the picture for you, Chris? And, and how did becoming a dad uh, change your perspective on life? Oh, great question. I, I didn't get married until I was 30. And almost immediately, just a few months after we were married, we, we conceived our first son. Um, I think both my wife and I, you know, she was 30, I was 31 when we married. Uh, we were kind of on the fast track. All right, let's have some kids. It's funny, in premarital counseling, they said, uh, how many kids do you want to have to my wife? And she looked at me and looked at them, and eventually she said, I want six. And then they looked back at me, and I was white as a ghost. <laughs> and they said, how many do you want to have? I said, I'll meet her in the middle, and we'll have three. So <laughs> that's what we did. We've had, we've got three wonderful kids. And uh, as far as changing my perspective, I mean, gosh, I was always a pretty um, uh, driven individual. But once I had my my son, uh, two things happened. My my capacity for love expanded dramatically. All of a sudden, I had these two people, two heartbeats that I had to take care of, as well as myself. But also, my drive increased at the same time, too. So it was really kind of a beautiful thing that uh, I had a baby and my motivation increased dramatically, and, you know, all for good reasons. I just wanted to provide for my kids and give them the best life I possibly can, and I still strive to be the best father I possibly can as well. Yeah, well said. And the quote you have up there on social media, I believe it's on your LinkedIn account from Zig Ziglar, is, if you can help enough people get what they want, you can have everything that you want. And I think for most guys, the first time in, in life that that occurs where we want to try to really help somebody else get what they want and put somebody else ahead of ourselves is true fatherhood. Um, but from driving Uber, I talk about this often. Uh, I listen to this younger generation, and they seem to have more of a me, me, me philosophy, and they believe that fatherhood and family life is something that they want to avoid. And I believe that's because of an attack on the family life through pop culture. Uh, and it's sad to hear them talk about fatherhood and family in such a negative light. So um, what could we do to kind of change that mindset about fatherhood and family amongst this younger generation of men? I'm no modern psychologist or anything like that, but my gut would tell me, you know, first is we always want to look for the cause of the problem. Uh, my guess, the cause of the problem would be that these young people, and typically you're probably talking to millennials, you know, kids that are, you know, in their 20s, you know, up to 32 or 33, something like that. Uh, I can definitely see from their point of view why they would want to wait. Uh, they probably didn't have the best childhood when we went through one of the worst recessions in our entire lives back in 2008. And they were kids. They were growing through that. They were growing up through that, through that time. So, I really think they probably got a bad taste in their mouth of what it was like to be a kid with parents that are freaked out and stressed out on a regular basis and scrambling, trying to find a, a way to provide for their families. So I would assume that's where it comes from. Now, the solution, uh, the solution is going to come from people just like you. Uh, I think when you've got influencers that are out there that are trying to make a difference, trying to get out the right message, try to help people understand the blessing of a family, uh, the stability the, the, it's the fabric of our society is to make a difference through our family. And I think once they start looking at it as, as more of a, a great thing rather than something to be shunned, you know, that's where it'll make a difference. So, uh, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity to interview some great people myself. And one of them is Ed Milet. 
Uh, he's generated $400 million. I think he's got net worth of $400 million. Uh, unbelievably successful, you know, millions of followers on all of his platforms. He's a great motivational guy. But one of the things that struck me when I went to meet with him, he used his wealth to reinvest back into his family. And I've done exactly the same thing. Uh, we literally just got to a point this year where I decided, you know what, I'm, I, I want to spend more time with my kids, more time with my wife, and I was in the position to take my company virtual. So I did. I've got, uh, you know, eight full-time people and 160 virtual workers, but we're all working virtually now, and it's working well. But the, the important piece there is I took the success that I had and reverse engineered it, so to speak, to go, how can this serve my family even better? And I, I made that sacrifice to uh, spend time. So I'm talking to you from my home office today. <laughs> and I love it because I just finished working out with two of my kids. When I'm done, I'm probably going to go play Fortnite with the other one for an hour and, uh, and then continue to work the rest of the day. Yeah, that's awesome, Chris. And you mentioned Ed Milet there, and I was very fortunate enough to have him on the podcast here for my 100th episode. Um, and I'm staying in touch with him. I consider him a friend. And I think that if more people would follow guys like you, guys like Ed Milet on social media, I think our entire society would greatly benefit. Uh, but social media is just flooded with so much poisonous material that can cause really a lot of damage to kids. So how do you handle social media and, and with a professional Fortnite player in the house, how do you kind of handle video game, technology time, and all that with your kids? Gosh, that's a, that's a tough question to answer, but an important one to ask. Um, so with my one son, you know, we recognized early on that he had a gift for video games. And it, was, it wasn't just, oh, he liked playing video games, that kind of thing. He excelled, excelled dramatically. So, you know, we had to make a gut check uh, as parents and go, okay, how much is too much uh, video games for a professional Fortnite player? And uh, we basically just came to a decision. And, you know, a lot of this is, um, you know, based on my communication with Zig. Ziggler was my mentor for 12 months. And uh, I just decided, you know what, if he's balanced, it'll be okay. So, you know, he work, he does, he plays a couple hours in the morning, and then he plays a couple hours at night. He's investing, you know, four hours, maybe 20, 30 hours a week into video games. That's a lot of time. But I'll give the kid credit because on the flip side, he's great to his family. His grades are fantastic. He's got friends offline that he hangs out with, spends time with. And, uh, you know, generally he's a very well-balanced young man. So now if we saw that it was causing more problems, maybe aggressiveness or obsession, things like that, I would change that in a heartbeat. But right now he's balanced and he's doing extremely well. All right, it is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. Um, social media with the other kids, man, it's tough. It's tough. It's a constant battle trying to figure out where they're at, what they're doing, what they're saying. But, uh, you know, my kids know that we, we can check their phones at any given time, and we do. And uh, sometimes we don't like what we see. <laughs> so we have to have a, a courageous conversation with our kids, sit them down and say, hey, this is what's going on, and, you know, here was our deal, and uh, we're going to have to make some changes. So I think just being – I think just really being as attentive as you possibly can as a parent is a, is a huge um, – advantage for these kids because there's so many kids even if they have two parents the children are not or the parents are not engaged in the kids lives and i think that's where it all kind of goes astray 
for us, we've got a great relationship with our kids. They understand authority that we're the parents, they're the kids. And, uh, you know, it's, it seems to have been, it's been working really well for my family. Cool. What about discipline, Chris? What type of disciplinarian are you as a dad? Are you a timeout guy, a spanker? Uh, how do you handle discipline in your home? You know, when they were younger, I think uh, discipline was important. You know, if a kid touches a stove before he burns his hand off, I'd rather, you know, make sure he understands there's consequences to those things. So, you know, when we were, when we were younger, we would, we would basically try to get to their heart. So if a video game was so important to them, we knew that taking away that video game would get to their heart. Uh, if, if spending time with their friends on the weekend was really important to them, well, we would get to their heart and say, hey, listen, as much as I'd love to let you spend time with your friends, what you did this week was not okay, and uh, you're going to have a consequence of skipping this weekend hanging out with your friends. So I think it really comes down to can you fi- figure out what gets to their heart and then use that as the consequence. And we've done that for many years, and it's been successful. Of course, they don't like us all the time. <laughs> they get pretty ticked off when we take away what's most important to them. But I, I think that's the, the message discipline gives. And, uh, you know, at the time it doesn't seem pleasant, but in the end it, it reaps a ripe reward, and that's the whole point. Well said. Uh, okay, Chris, uh, you are the founder and CEO of Interchanges. You have generated more than a billion, not million, billion dollars in revenue for your clients. Uh, what can you tell my listeners about it, and uh, where are you heading with it? Yeah, so I started my company uh, about 18 years ago out of my wife's dining room. The reason I know it was my wife's dining room is because she kept saying, you got to get the heck out of my dining room. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually I did. <laughs> So started up the company back then, um, you know, just I was a one-man show and just was basically selling websites to people back in the day, and then it merged into marketing. So, you know, now we've got it. We're a full-service digital marketing agency. We can do search engine optimization, pay-per-click, uh, web development, programming. Uh, on the marketing side, we, we have a live chat service where we can greet every single person that comes to your website. That converts leads at a very high rate. Uh, we we do Facebook ad campaigns, LinkedIn ad campaigns. So basically at this point, really what we want to do is generate new leads, new business for our customers. And fortunately, I've had a great team and a, and a system that's been perfected over that time. So that's uh, basically what Interchanges does. And we're very proud of the fact that I think we're up to $1.4 billion now that we've generated for our clients because, again, it's not about us. It's about their success. And when we take on a customer to work with, we basically tell them in advance, look, we're going to consider you a partner, and we're going to be professionally persistent to help you get your goals. We're going to need to work together to make that happen. So very proud of my team, very proud of uh, what we've accomplished over that period of time. It's been a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, wow, what an accomplishment. Very impressive, Chris. It's got to be such an amazing feeling to be able to build a financial wall around your family that nothing can penetrate. Uh, But in doing so, sometimes we find kids that grow up with that financial stability uh, leading uh, less than pleasant lifestyles. Does any of that kind of concern you? Or what do you do to kind of neutralize the fact that your kids um, will never necessarily have to struggle uh, financially? Well, I think teaching them what money is and what money isn't is the most important thing. Uh, for me, uh, you know, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed often, so I like to lean on other people's wisdom. Uh, years ago, um, we were broke, flat broke, less than broke. We were probably $50,000 in debt. And uh, I really started studying Dave Ramsey's principles and uh, on Financial Peace University. And he had a seven-step 
process, you know, baby steps to get out of debt. I followed every one of the steps. I'm on step seven right now, which is the highest you can get. And, uh, you know, I, I turned back to my kids and said, hey, listen, let me show you how to give, save, and spend. Let me show you the value of work. Let me show you the value of uh, understanding that you're here for a purpose and you need to work hard to figure out what that purpose is and serve individuals. I mean, essentially, the, the reason I believe we're all here on Earth is to serve one another. And uh, I think it all it all becomes defunct when we decide to first try to just serve ourselves and ourselves only. So uh, it's, it's just a matter of sitting down, taking the time, and teaching these kids the value of money and uh, how, how to manage it. Okay, very cool. All right, I have to ask you, uh, you studied under and were mentored by one of the greatest motivational speakers of all time, Zig Ziglar. What is um, What are the biggest takeaways, values, or lessons uh, that you received from Zig Ziglar that you can kind of drop on my listeners here? Thank you for asking. The um, I guess the one biggest thing that has sustained year over year over year for almost 20, 25 years now is he introduced me to something called a performance planner. And it's basically just a, you know, a book. You open it up, blank sheets in it with, you know, lots of guides or, or labels to what you're supposed to do with it. But basically, I set up my goals uh, every year, and then I manage those goals on a monthly basis, and then I drill down to a daily basis of performance and consistency. And this book really just helps me day by day understand where I'm at, when I'm being lazy, when I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. But, you know, I used to get asked a lot in my my city here, when I did networking events, a lot of people would say, you know, what was your secret to success? And I finally got tired of trying to answer it in 20 ways. And I took a picture of me with about 10 of my books, which represent a year each. And now I just pull up that picture and say, this is what I did. I keep track of what I'm supposed to be doing, set goals, and get aggressive to hit each one of those. So that also kind of segues into my coaching business. Uh, by the way, if anyone on this call is interested in getting one of those books and having a free 30-minute consultation with me, more than happy to do it. All you got to do is go to livelargecoaching.com, and uh, I'll give you one of these books valued at 50 bucks. They're leather-bound. They're beautiful. They're wonderful. But uh, I just appreciate, as a token of my appreciation for this podcast, your audience can get one of those books and also schedule a free 30-minute consultation with my coaching services, try to figure out how to get you guys to the next level, not only personally but professionally as well. Wow, what an amazing offer, Chris. So I'm definitely interested in that for myself. Uh, dads, this is a no-brainer. You get a free consultation by a guy who was mentored by Zig Ziglar. You get a $50 uh, planner. Uh, what an incredible opportunity. Thank you for that, Chris. And guys, I will have uh, the link in the description of this podcast episode. So just tap the link, get over there, jump on that deal while you can. Uh, last thing I'm going to hit you with here, Chris, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, uh, what type of advice could you give to that new dad or to that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Um, you know, I think as a brand-new dad, I wish somebody would have told me, don't take it so seriously. I mean, of course, they're your kids, and you, you want to be serious about their safety and all those things. But gosh, I pushed so hard. I strived so hard to be the perfect dad, and I ended up going overboard. <laughs> so you can you can end up exhausting your kids and you know chasing them around and trying to correct every single uh, mistake they make. And you know life is meant to be learned. So especially now, and I, I probably got better advice for people that have teenagers, just because I've got essentially three of them. You know, at some point you stop being a parent. 
and you have to change over to be a consultant. Uh, if you do not do that, you will have some serious ego wars with your kids. And uh, both my wife and I uh, have kind of switched over to more of that grace mentality where, you know, they go make a crazy mistake, whatever it is. We say, well, how's that going to work out for your future? And what do you think, uh, what do you think the consequences of that are going to be? So we just ask questions just like we would a, a, you know, a consultant to a client. And it's, gotten, it's been a lot better. It preserves the relationship. And, uh, you know, of course, there's still consequences if they make really bad mistakes. But I think just having that mindset of, you know what, this is a, a young adult, and I need to let them figure life out a little bit, and I need to be there to guide them, but not push them with what I think is best for them, even though I probably do know what's best for them. <laughs> Got to let them figure it out. Awesome. That's some great advice right there. I love the message. Uh, this has been a true honor and a privilege for me. Chris Patterson, thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. My pleasure. Thank you so much for the interview, and, and uh, God bless your audience. All right, guys, jump on that offer. I'll be right back after a quick spot. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Chris Patterson for giving me a few minutes of his time here. Make sure you jump on that offer, guys. You get a free planner, free consultation. Uh, check out the link in the description of the podcast episode. And uh, hit me with a DM on Twitter or Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And make sure you come right back here for episode 118 dropping on Friday. It's going to be a Frogman Friday. I have 12-year Navy SEAL Team 6 uh, operator. Dom Razo stopping by, so it's going to be awesome. Next week is going to be lit. Stay in touch with me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram for all the latest and greatest guests that will be joining me here on the podcast. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. (laughs) 